Good morning and happy Monday. This is Andrew with the Brook Christian Podcast. Tuning in to bring you the newest news in Christian life, money, and living. Um, we are officially two days from Christmas, and how is your wallet hurting? Did you guys go too crazy? Did you guys swipe that card too many times? Did you guys go over budget? Did you have a budget? Um, I don't. Most people don't have a budget for Christmas. They just purchase, swipe, and go. But then, the dreaded credit card blues kick in. That means at the end of January, when your electronic statement or your mail statement, if you still have it set up that way, comes in, and you start freaking out. It is crazy trying to get this budget thing going. It is always good to plan. Planning equals success. Because when you plan, you have something to go by. You ever go to the grocery store without a grocery list? It is stressful. It is very stressful trying to figure out what do you need, when you need it, and you constantly are buying things that you don't need that sit in your cabinet and are just wasting away. Plus, you have to go back and buy more groceries because you didn't get what you needed. Same thing when it comes to Christmas shopping. It is terrible. We just go out and we consume and we purchase for stuff that we really don't need. Um, the last couple of Christmases for me and my family, I've noticed that we've purchased stuff, even with budgeting, that the kids really didn't play with or it was just kind of a waste of money. So the last couple of years, especially this year, we've been more been being more intentional about what we're purchasing and how we're purchasing it. You know, we're signing our kids up for sports and for art classes, and of course we're buying them basketballs and sports equipment and you know, art stuff, so just things that go along with it, and of course clothes and shoes and other things, and of course one or two toys, but we're not going overly heavy on just buying them tablets and, and this and that, because realistically, we we did fine without it all those years, but now, you know, the, the ticket prices are getting more expensive these days. And what is the average toy? $40, $50? You ever try to buy a Lego set? I think the cheapest Lego set's like $25 and doesn't come with that many pieces. You know, I remember as a kid, you used to buy a humongous tub of like a thousand Legos for like 20 bucks, you know? But now Legos gotten smart, you know, before they went, you know, they were about to go bankrupt and one of their engineers like, hey, let's, you know, do these little designs and stuff and we'll make a lot more money. And they did. And that's how they're able to survive. And now we got Legoland. So, you know, stop over consuming stop overspending because you're just taking away your life and your happiness when it comes to spending you know um you know we've all made stupid decisions i've made stupid decisions and we're still making stupid decisions you know with our money and our family and our, and our time you know we just don't plan a budget it well you know every day we should try to do better you know um you know car payments are extremely high today i have one yes i do have a car payment um i do use my vehicle for multiple things but it is very important not to just, you know, buy stuff. Think about it. You know, think about your family. You know, I remember when me and my wife first started having kids, you know, we were we were not ready. We were not ready. And then uh, what we did was we did something really stupid. We traded in her car for a more expensive car because we needed, quote unquote, more space. We had one kid. We didn't need more space. Her Corolla would have been fine, but no. We decided to trade in her uh, Corolla that we've had paid on for a couple of years, and we were not that long from paying it off, to go get a new car loan and for a longer term for more money because we thought we needed more space. And when we got ready to have two kids, we did the stupid thing again, um, and we got another vehicle. So, you know, it's just, you know, it, it, 
after the third kid, I finally figured it out. Um, you know, I got a third row seat, you know, I got extra room for capacity and then my vehicle, you know, that was another thing. I, my vehicle, uh, was never able to take all the kids now that we have three kids. So I had to get a bigger vehicle. So this is stuff that we have to take into account. What do we need? You know, I finally bought my wife a van, you know, because it was necessary. Um, now I got a third row SUV, but you know, these are things that we have to think about, you know, do you really want to buy that small car? Do you really want to buy that big car? Do you really need a Suburban to haul kids around, which is like 60 grand, 80 grand, or would a thirty, forty thousand dollars Chevy or Kia do just fine, you know, and then take the rest of the money, do other things. It's, you know, you know, when I was, you know, I'm still moving up in my career at work and stuff, and you know, I'm starting to work on small businesses on the side and stuff. But even, you know, when I was a little bit younger and my kids were just growing up, you know, everybody would try to figure out how in the world do you do so much with your income? And because we planned, you know, I was able to provide for a family of four and pay rent and all that stuff uh, for, I think it was, uh, it was me and my wife. We had a small apartment, tiny apartment. It was actually a pretty big apartment for us. It was huge compared to the space we were living in before and uh we were you know we were making like 30 i was making like 30 grand a year you know and you know we had two pay for cars you know two cash cars and you know we have two kids and we had two bedrooms and we actually had cable believe it or not we had cable at the time so we were able to do all that stuff and save money each month so it is possible and then uh we you know i got a, i got a promotion a new job and, and a raise so we moved into a little bit bigger apartment and uh you know that i was making like 38 40 something like that and then you know my career has been going up and more money so it is possible to raise a family on uh, that income you know they say you know families making less than fifty thousand dollars can't survive today that is pahooey that is a lie you know you know if you really sit down and think about it you know where is your money going where is it going is it going to a thousand twelve hundred dollar iphone I haven't. I didn't purchase an iPhone for me and my wife until just recently, within the last year. You know, we got the more inexpensive, uh, you know, uh, Android. And what I did was I started going to the non-contract plans uh, with T with Metro PCS with a free phone if you did service with them for ninety days. And I did that and tried out their service. I wasn't a fan of it, so then I switched to Cricket. And we'll talk about more of this stuff later on, the different podcasts and stuff. But you know, it's. It, you know, what are you doing with your money? You know, there's a lot of people, you know, the average household right now makes about 50,000, but that's not, that's just the average. You know, there are most, think about it. If you're, a lot of people don't make minimum wage, only a small percentage of the United States make minimum wage, you know, but then we drive these really expensive cars and you see, you know, I, I remember when me and my wife were living in low income housing when we were in, when, you know, in our earlier marriage and I would see Mercedes and BMWs and all these vehicles in the parking lots, brand new cars. And my wife had a, me and my wife, we had a 14 year old van with 77,000 miles on it, you know. And that we pay like six, seven grand for. The Lord gave us really good deal on it. Thank you, Jesus. You know, and then I drove a, a 98 Ram with, you know, 150,000 miles on it, something like that. You know, and the paint wasn't perfect on it, you know, and it had some cosmetic damage and stuff. But you know what? We were able to save money. We were able to budget and do all these different things, you know. But then they drive these 
brand new cars and our kids are in Jordans and stuff like that. So this mindset of the, the, the low income people need more support. It's not this. It's wrong. It's inaccurate. You know, we were on food stamps at one time. I understand what it's like to be on food stamps and I understand what it's like to get government assistance and, and live with people that do and stuff. And they really, really it's 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 more of a mindset than a, than a financial situation it's you know they don't they want to stay home and do these different and they're you know me and my wife we were in that situation i promised myself that we would not be on it for long i worked two jobs i did everything i needed to do and yes i could have stayed in that situation i lived on low-income housing it was a beautiful apartment and everything but you know what I didn't want my kids to grow up like that. I wanted my kids to do well and to succeed and stuff. And I was working and I was going to school and I was doing everything I can to make sure that my family was taken care of. And, um, you know, I remember one night, uh, you know, we were coming home from church and we were just at the base of the stairs and there was gunshots going off, you know, and then all the police swarmed the place and stuff. And then uh, a few months before that, the, somebody shot through one of the people's apartments because there's a drug issue going on over there, you know, because so, there's two sections of the apartment complex. You got, you, they call it the, 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 night, the white area and then the not so nice area, you know, because you, you had different, because you know, the other side had three bedroom apartments for not much more and those never were available to rent because those people lived there for years. And then the side we lived on was one, two bedroom apartments. So, you know, it's just something you can see, you know, that, you know, you get more people in the three bedrooms, but it was always that side of the complex that had issues with drugs and stuff like that. And I really got to see that side of the world, you know, that side of the culture and stuff. And it's, it's, it's interesting. And I said all this to say this, you know, we have to be intentional with our money. You know, if you're making $40,000 and you spend $4,000 in gifts, you know, it's, it's not smart. It is not smart. We have to do what we need to do to provide for our families. I hope everybody has a wonderful Christmas. And let's start this new year off right. Let's work together. Um, I'm going to be posting tons of content going forward. I want everybody, including myself, to succeed in 2020. Let's make this the year of awesomeness. Let's just, let's just be intentional. Let's be zealous. Let's do the things that we've been desiring to do, that fire burning in us. Let's do it. This is another episode of Brute Christian Podcast. Um, remember, you can visit us at facebook.com forward slash Brute Christian and BrokeChristian.com. Um, until next time, have a wonderful and blessed day.